Welcome to the Binance Podcast. My name is Jared Wynn and I'm your host. Day to day, I'm the Senior Vice President of Charity at Binance and I'm very excited to share this episode with you. It goes without saying that COVID-19 is of worldwide concern at this point. And a few weeks ago, we ran a query on social media asking what questions you had for someone at the epicenter of the virus. We recently shared an episode with a colleague in Wuhan and today we are here with Lucia, a Binance team member in Italy to learn more about her experience and hopefully be better prepared as we fight this pandemic. So Lucia, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi Jared, hi everyone, happy to be here and uh, share my uh, experience. Not a very nice period, but I hope that I can help uh, other countries or other people to be prepared for this. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, we're very happy to have you. And it's been a whirlwind of a ride for the world, but I know that Italy was kind of second hit by this virus and uh, it was a very fast and very rapid onset. Um, so uh, I'm very interested on in hearing your experience. If you could just kind of guide me through your experience from when you first heard about this virus to where you first got impacted by the virus, how was that for you? Uh, sure, so I heard about the virus in January. I was reading uh, news online or watching TV as I usually do. And uh, some media reported of the lockdown of Wuhan um, in China. And uh, Wuhan uh, has uh, 11 million people. So I was really um, surprised reading that 11 million people uh, were locked down. So yes, at the beginning really seemed something very far from Italy or from Europe and you know, we are used to go out, uh, uh, meeting friends, doing our business. So being locked down for so long uh, time seems something very far from our uh, reality. But uh, very soon, uh, unfortunately, we realized that uh, Italy first and Europe then and also USA now uh, are affected by this virus that has changed our life. I think that you and I can both relate. Being that Binance is very decentralized and we have members in China, um, I, I think that we kind of got the warning shot a little bit early. And I remember um, speaking with different members of the team in China and hearing about this. And I, I ended up buying some preparatory equipment as well as some food and things of that. Um, because I think that we got a little bit of insight as to what things were really like a, a little bit before everyone else. So we ended up getting, um, you know, some toilet paper and things of that before the, the craze really started happening. I don't know why people want to buy toilet paper, but in Italy, actually, there are some shortage of masks and gloves and uh, um, sanitary gel. So the first thing that I tried to buy was a mask and uh, gloves. Yes. In order to stay safe. I, I'm curious. Is the, <laughs> is the toilet paper pandemic in Italy as well? Is that a problem? No, it's not a problem. You can find the supermarket. <laughs> okay, so when did you start to realize that things started to become very serious for Italy? What, how did that happen for you? Um, we, I realized uh, at the end of February when uh, uh, some area of the Lombardy region started to be completely locked down. The problem is uh, that uh, um, the virus has already spread um, in all Lombardy region. So even if those measures were effective in the small uh, town, the virus already spread all around the country. And that is why after one week, the government decided to lock down all uh, the country. 
So it was something that uh, it, it was like uh, a wave that uh, grew on intensity. At the beginning, it was just affected smaller villages, and then uh, all the countries was affected by the lockdown measures. It is very quick, I remember. I, I saw the cases starting to climb, and it went from uh, just cities being on lockdown to the whole country, I feel like, in, in just a period of a week, it seemed like. It was very fast. Did you, how much time did, would you say that you had to prepare? I think uh, I have less than one week to prepare. I started to buy more food at the supermarket. I started to go to the drugstore or pharmacy and ask for uh, masks and gloves. I also ordered some masks because there was already a shortage of it and there is still a shortage now. Yeah, it, I ran into the same thing. And I actually, I tried to buy some N95 masks and I thought that I found a vendor who had them. And a week later they emailed me saying that they were out of stock and I never had the chance to get any. So, and, and now we're receiving these orders that the masks are for the sick and everything else, but really it's just such a massive shortage. And we're obviously at Binance, we're trying to get, as part of the Crypto Against COVID campaign, uh, we're trying to get masks out to those hospitals and those people in need. And um, you've actually helped us quite a bit with that regard in Italy specifically. So thank you for that. Yeah, I know. Thank you very much for the, the support of the BCF. Uh, maybe next week we will be able to ship uh, 400,000 uh, masks and 10,000 suites in Italy. I, I can only hope that we manage to execute on that because not only is it a matter of finding the masks and finding the suits, I, I think that what people don't realize as well is, is that customs um, and shipping and logistics end up coming into a big part of this in which there have been hundreds and thousands and even millions of masks and things of that that have been locked in customs or otherwise returned um, because there's either a lack of certification or customs at this point is so overwhelmed or afraid of the spread of the virus that they just aren't accepting these. So it's, it's a unique element and it's definitely not helping with the situation. I think the virus also will uh, cut down some uh, boundaries that now we have and will uh, uh, make the world more fluid and less, uh, uh, <laughs> less centralized. I agree. I think that rules are being bent in this situation. And it's just like I, I was saying to my family the other day is that out of this situation, there's been a lot of friction and new things have happened that might have taken years and years to occur in which my, my kindergartner and uh, my second grader are actually now doing distance learning. They're taking all their courses online and they're able to see their teacher online. And these are things that we wouldn't have seen for I believe many years. But now as a result of this, we're kind of leapfrogging some of this time. So we can only hope that there will be some good out of this tragedy that arises. But how long now have you been impacted specifically? I think you were saying it's been close to a month now, correct? In, in yes, it has been uh, almost uh, one month. It started at the 9th uh, of March. Now it's uh, 2nd of April, but this measure will, uh, be, uh, will last until the, uh, after Easter because uh, people during Easter holidays, holidays normally move. They want to go to the sea. They want to... Uh, have a big uh, lunch with their families, but it, in this moment it's not possible. Otherwise, all the uh, measures that uh, um, have been taken uh, will be lost their, uh, um, all their results. So, so we need to be patient a little bit uh, more, but uh, <laughs> it's 
start to be a little bit uh, harder now because you know spring is coming uh, <laughs> nice days uh, nice uh, evenings nice and you, you see them locked down <laughs> and you see them through a window basically at this point uh, are you, <laughs> so i think everybody's seen the videos but are you one of the people that go go out onto your patio and sing I listen, but I'm not a very good singer, but uh, I listen to the music outside the window. And also I listen to a lot of famous YouTubers who um, broadcast their uh, live uh, via social media like Instagram. So yes, also famous musicians start to do like that. And it was very nice to listen to that. Absolutely. And it's uh, the little things that we start to appreciate so much more now. And are, in terms of your quarantine, are you, what are your restrictions? Are you allowed to go on walks? Are you allowed to go to the store? What are, what are your restrictions? Because I know that it varies from uh, country to country. Exactly. They are not so strict as the one that uh, China has taken. But for example, we need to stay at home as much as we can. That is the basic rule. So we can only go out to buy food for uh, emergency or urgent needs. And basically, uh, we are not allowed to move for more under that, that, than 2000, uh, 200 meters far from our uh, house, if we want just to ever walk. But this doesn't make sense. So at the end, I stay at home <laughs> all the yeah. time. At that point, uh, so I know that in America or California specifically, we the, the term social distancing has been popular in which you're supposed to remain six feet away or two meters away from somebody um, and ideally really not leave your house except for the necessities. Uh, but in this case, I see a lot of people outside walking and enjoying nature and walking their pets. And uh, it's just a lot more of an appreciation of the outdoors. It's one of those grass is always greener situations. Yeah, I think uh, social habits will change after the coronavirus, but especially for Mediterranean country like Italy or Spain, we are very used to walk uh, very close to uh, a friend. Uh, we are used to use our hands to communicate, to touch each other also. So I think this is maybe one of the reasons why the virus has spread so much. We, we live uh, really very close to each other and... Uh, we really miss the human uh, touch and contact now. You know, that's a unique perspective that I didn't think about. And uh, in Italy, Italians are very animated in the way that they, they speak to each other. And then you've got the kisses on the sides of the cheeks and all of that. So it only, that's, that's a very unique perspective. In terms of Italy, do you have any insight as to why the death rate seems so much higher than other countries? Because I think that that's one thing that everybody is looking at right now. And I know initially um, it was about a 10% death rate, which was pretty staggering. And there was rumor as to, you know, perhaps it's a percentage of elderly population. What do you think is the reason for this high death rate? Yes, right. So elderly population can be a reason. Uh, lack of ICU units can be another reason. I think also that uh, in general, you live very, very well in Italy. So people aged for a long time. Uh, and when a disaster like the coronavirus uh, happens, of course, the uh, most uh, um, weak uh, population is affected immediately. So I don't think there are so many elder people, older people like in Italy in the world, because you live very well in my country. The weather is good, the food is good. And uh, yes, the, um, the lifestyle is different from, from the most uh, uh, dynamic and cosmopolitan country. So 
if there was not the coronavirus, uh, there is the chance to live for uh, a lot of decades very well. Sure, sure. And I know that in America, as well as in Wuhan, there was, there was almost a warning shot that was fired in which it, people knew that a lockdown was coming um, and had the opportunity to disperse away from the, the main areas that were affected. Um, do you wish that there was anything done differently in the process of quarantining? Or is there anything that you wish that you would have done better to prepare? Not me personally, because uh, uh, I, mean, uh, um, I tried to prepare myself uh, the best as I could. Maybe both, bef uh, both in advance with some masks, but uh, I mean, it seems something so far at the beginning. But uh, of course, uh, um, people should stay at home and not... Uh, Leave the leave their city or their home because uh, that uh, uh, makes the quarantine longer and doesn't help anybody. No, it absolutely doesn't. So, would you say at this point, you know, I, I mentioned earlier the the videos of people singing on their balconies and everything else. It seemed very Italy. Um, but at this point, what would you say that the overall mood is? Thirty days into this, how are people feeling now? Yes, so uh, the um, the industry indicators are not uh, very good in my country, of course. So workers like freelancers or contractors who um, aren't working in this period are asking for a gradual reopening of the business activities. The government has uh, released the bonus for uh, those workers. And uh, funny fact, yesterday, the website of the agency in charge of the distribution of those bonuses was overwhelmed by applications and uh, went down. And it was, a prob it was a problem of balancing load. So like when in Binance, there are so many traders because the price of Bitcoin has rise <laughs> $10,000. Supply and demand. Right. <laughs> but uh, so, the funny thing is that uh, yesterday Pornoab released a tweet that was very successful and saying that if the government agency uh, needs any help, they are willing to help with the servers that can uh, uh, <laughs> manage a heavy load. Balance. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> so, yes, people need money, uh, but uh, also you have to remember Italy is the Renaissance homeland. So um, we think because uh, we always try to find something positive, positive and I'm sure or um, I hope this period will pass and will allow our government to have more uh, staff, less bureaucracy and more decentralization. So a more modern uh, country. Absolutely. So what top recommendations do you have for people in other countries who are not quarantined or are not necessarily taking the situation as seriously as they should? You know, a globalized world is an um, interconnected world. So sooner or later, everybody will be affected. So um, apply social distancing and sanitary measure, uh, such as uh, wearing masks, uh, um, the sooner you get out of coronavirus. Agreed. Agreed. Do you know anyone personally who's been affected by the virus? Uh, I know some parents of uh, uh, my friends who are doctors, and I have a lot of uh, doctors uh, among uh, that are very close friends who work every day with the coronavirus patients, and uh, they are okay for the moment, but I pray for them every night because I'm uh, really concerned 
this virus, the, this virus is very, um, it's very easy to take the coronavirus because you just need to touch somebody and there is a high risk that you take it. Yes, and that, that's one of the, the larger risks is the, the rate of transmission of this, as well as the dormancy period. That's been a big concern, is which a lot of people won't even know that they have this, but they can be a carrier of it. So that's um, kind of one of the big issues is, is that you never know you have it, and then you've already spread it to three people. Exactly. So that is why we need to apply social distancing, even if we are okay, even if we are healthy, but maybe you come back home to your uh, um, older parents and uh, they are less uh, stronger than you. So you need to apply these measures also for your family, not, not just for you. Right. Agreed. So what, at this point, what can the world do to support Italy? What are, what are the best ways that people can help? Uh, I mean, uh, of course, we need the mask, protective suites, medical equipment, a medical team, uh, and uh, many charity organizations such as uh, the Binance Charity are supporting Italy. And uh, hopefully, as I said before, next week, a cargo will land in Milan with uh, 400,000 masks and 10,000 protective uh, suites. And uh, I would like to thank you, you, Gerald, uh, Ellen, Simon, Zoe, and all the wonderful people. Um, in Binance uh, charity. So uh, on a broad perspective, we need to keep the attention high and take care of the most uh, vulnerable, vulnerable people from an economic and sanitary point of view, especially after the peak of this disease will be reached. And also may, maybe uh, take more into consideration our doctors. The unsung heroes, the ones that are definitely putting themselves at risk as we're, we're trying to combat this. And I, I can only hope that more support and more aid and a greater appreciation for their work will, will be a result of this entire situation. Well, Lucy, this has been a really great opportunity speaking with you, and I, I wanted to thank you for your time on this. Was there anything else that you wanted to say or anything else you wanted to share with our listeners? I just would like to say that we need to be patient to uh, implement these measures, uh, pray and think when we feel a little bit uh, sick or uh, sad, and uh, try to have uh, a daily routine, which is very important to keep uh, uh, ourselves healthy um, and uh, mentally safe, and uh, just keep going what uh, you were doing before the coronavirus. It will pass in the end. I completely agree. So Lucia, thank you so much for taking the time to tell your story today and the advice that you shared with us. Thank you, David. This has been the Ask Italy episode of the Binance podcast and thank you for listening. <laughs>